0: The No Excuses 365 Podcast, Episode 22. The weight is back and a game plan. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the No Excuses 365 podcast. I'm your host, Casey Price, and I created this podcast and the No Excuses 365 brand because I am no longer living my life with any excuses. I'm living the rest of my life without excuses, and the key word is living because on September 14th, 2019... I made a conscious decision to stop going through the motions and start really living my life. And this podcast documents that journey. And I hope that if you're ready to live your life to your fullest potential too, then this podcast will help you achieve that goal. And today on the show, I want to talk about two, really just two things. Number one, uh, what I referred to in the introduction as the weight is back. And the second thing is a game plan. So uh, really, it's game plan for life, or it's really that life is a lot like an NFL football team. So I'll get into that in a minute. First, let's go to this game idea of the weight is back. What do I mean? Am I falling off the wagon and going back to bad habits? No, that is not the case at all. In fact, what I did was I recently ordered a weighted vest. I have a 25 pound vest that I just got in the other day. Uh, I got it on Amazon. It's great. I I was thinking I wanted to carry some sort of weight. You know, if you carry a weight it keeps you really conscious of, of what it is you're trying to do. And it makes you realize just how, how heavy things are. You know, to, to think you've lost over 35 pounds... That's a lot of weight, especially when I take this 25-pound weight vest and put it on my back. I really feel it. In fact, I'm wearing it right now as I record this podcast, and it is just wow to think that I had, gosh, a whole lot more than this on my body as of a couple of months ago. No wonder I was so tired all the time and didn't want to do anything. No wonder it was so hard to get up out of chairs and, 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 and move around because just wow 25 pounds is a lot I put this weight vest on when I put this on you know I barely notice it but I'll tell you after a little bit just a little bit it really starts to 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 just hang on you and it's it's there's a lot of pressure and and it's it 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 forces your body to kind of compensate for this extra weight. And I can't imagine what life was like back when I had so much more. Now, so again, why do I want this? Why is this so important to me? Well, because I want to stay conscious. I want to be thinking uh, and focused in my conscious mind about my weight loss and fitness goals. I don't want to lose sight and go on autopilot because autopilot just means mindless action mindless activity and mindless activity isn't yet going to be necessarily the right activity for me the reason I have been so successful up till now is because I was very mindful of what I was doing I'm very focused on my fitness goals and putting this on a number of times a day brings me back to that it 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 pulls me back, it turns my conscious mind back on and reminds me of what it is I'm trying to accomplish. I'm working on reprogramming my subconscious mind so that when things do go on autopilot, I am moving in the right direction because all too often, my subconscious mind will just take me, I'm not even quite 100% sure where it takes me at this moment. I'm trying to really figure that out. So I think the weighted vest is really uh, important, and, and any tool that helps me stay present and focused on the goals I'm trying to achieve and and moving forward uh, every day, every moment towards those goals is is a very important and valuable tool. And I'm I just—it's no wonder I feel so much lighter now. <laughs> it is an amazing feeling when I when I take this thing off and you know shed twenty five pounds in an instant, right? Yeah, un, I unstrap this, I I shed this weight in an instant. And and the next thing I know, I feel I feel light again. And it is a wonderful feeling. And I'm really happy that I'm on this journey right now to improve my fitness to the point where I, I'm going to feel amazing all the time, every day, all the time. And and right now, every minute that goes by, I feel better than the minute before. I really do. It's improving Every step, everything I'm doing is leading to a better, better feeling, a better result. So again, I thought this weighted vest would be a fun thing to have, an important tool, and so far, it has been just that. And you know, when I think about this, and I think about everything I've accomplished since September 14th, 2019, it really kind of um, makes me think of an NFL football team. Now. You know, I was part of a conversation yesterday where, where the idea of a game plan came up, and, and it's, it was a conversation that, that made me look internally and evaluate my business and financial goals and even my fitness goals, and it, it is something that I did to achieve what I've, what I've achieved so far, and it, it's pointed me in the right direction, this idea of a game plan. So I'm going to start with a football metaphor. Success uh, in, in, in life can be examined through how an NFL team, a National Football League team, works towards their ultimate goal. You see, because every team wants to win the Super Bowl. That's the goal. They all have the same number of players, and they have the same amount of money that they can pay their players in the salary cap. You know, so there's, there is some sort of parity. They're all working within the same parameters. And, and let's think about this. When a team isn't doing well and and isn't close to achieving their goal uh, of winning the Super Bowl, they will usually fire their head coach. In fact, a number of teams recently did that. The NFL season just wound down and a number of teams fired their coach either during the season or some point in the past few weeks after the regular season ended. In fact, most teams have already hired their new coaches. And and that's the thing. When a team fires their coach, they look for someone new who's going to come in and, and often change the culture and often change the way they approach the game on their on the field change their systems their offensive systems and their defensive systems and when a new coach comes in and changes things uh, it's that's where things get difficult and let's say a team was playing a certain kind of offense where they relied on running the football as opposed to an offense that would rely on passing the ball more than running it. So this, the team wants to run the ball more than they pass the ball. At least that's how the old coach, the one who was fired, was approaching the, the game and, and the way they were managing things. Now, what if the new coach wants to change that? What if he doesn't believe that running the ball primarily will allow the team to achieve their ultimate goal of winning a Super Bowl? Well, the coach will assess his roster and determine what players fit into his new system, and he'll release or trade the players who don't fit. Sometimes that means the team will part way part ways with one of their best offensive players. I remember the Eagles did this. My Philadelphia Eagles, my world champion, my Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, I know it's it didn't just happen, and it wasn't last year, but the year before they finally won their first Super Bowl, and we very happy. Well. You know, when a new coach comes in, they, that coach will often part ways with some very talented players. And it happened a few years ago when not the, not the Super Bowl winning coach came in, not when Doug Peterson joined the team, but when Chip Kelly joined the team, he, he released or traded away all their star players. And why did he do that? They didn't fit his system. They didn't fit the culture he was creating or the system. Now, of course, they probably would have been a whole lot better than the players he brought in. That's a conversation for a different day. However, uh, he had the courage to do that. And I once heard it said that a football team isn't a family. It's an organization with a goal. And if certain people don't help them advance towards that goal, then those people have to be asked to leave. The New New England Patriots of recent years, one of the most dominant sports dynasties in recent history, has maintained their excellence with really just two constants. That is their head coach, Bill Belichick, and their quarterback, Tom Brady. Everyone else, assistant coaches, front office staff, and players came and went over the years, but the team kept going and often got better. Sometimes the players on the Patriots... One of the greatest dynasties in the history of sports, were asked to leave in the prime of their career. It didn't matter though. They were no longer the right person for the job. Either they changed or the job requirements changed, but either way, they weren't the right person anymore. In business, there's the metaphor of seats on the bus, right? Which is kind of similar to what we're talking about here with the NFL team. You know, we often ponder whether we have the right people on the bus and if they're in the right seats. Going back to that new football head coach who comes in and changes the system, that coach doesn't ask his star players to change positions. It just doesn't happen because skill sets for the various positions are different. Instead, the coach will simply part ways with that player. The coach will say, I don't need the seat you're sitting in anymore, and you don't fit any other, any of the other seats on the bus, so I'm going to ask you to get off the bus. In our lives and our businesses, we often try to refit things. It's too hard to let them go. We treat our employees as our family. We feel bad when we have to let someone go because, personally, I feel bad when I have to let someone go when they're not doing their job. I feel bad when I have to let someone go when they're the wrong person for the job or they're, they're, they're not doing the work they're supposed to be doing or whatever reason. I always feel bad having to let people go. It's really hard. Refitting people often leads to the worst possible result. When you ask someone to change, to do a different job than what you hired them for, when you ask them to sit in a different seat on the bus, it often leads to a bad result and even the worst possible result. So what's a bad result? They don't help you make progress towards your goal. What's the worst possible result? They take you further away from your goal than you were before you ask them to change their seat. In my office, I've asked people many times to change jobs, but that almost never works well. People identify with their seat on the bus. They say, I was hired to do a certain job, and now you want me to do something different. Even promotions can go bad while everybody likes the increase in pay that comes with a the promotion, their work identity is often tied to the job they initially had, the job they were hired to perform, which is why you see so many companies not promote from within. It's why you see that if somebody wants to improve their position in, in, their, in their, um, their line of work, they have to leave one company and go to a different one because the companies don't don't promote from within. Because when they go to the new company, they have a new identity, which is the seat on the bus that they, they take, they assume, when they're hired. They're not changing mid-ride. They're getting off one bus and getting on to another, and they're, they're taking a different seat on that new bus. So, I know this isn't everyone. I have promoted people internally, and there there are some people who have been very successful, who have uh, taken the new responsibility to heart and 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 changed their identity, their job or their work identity. But that doesn't happen very often, and and it's a much larger people who fail when we when they try to change their seats than when they when they don't. They want the rights of of the new promotion or the new seat, but they don't want the responsibilities. So many people don't have the desire to change their seat on the bus. Identity is really important, but things go beyond that, especially for us, the boss, whether it's in our business or our our personal life. The question that isn't talked about enough is whether we are filling seats on the right bus. If you have the right people in the right seats on the wrong bus, Things aren't going to work out no matter how great the people are. I think back to the day I changed, back to the day when my life changed instantly and dramatically, September 14th, 2019. On that day, I didn't realize it at the time, but I bought a new bus. All the seats on my new bus were different in that moment on september 14th 2019 when i was when the universe spoke to me when i was struck by lightning when something inside me changed i threw one bus away i abandoned it on the side of the road and i got a new bus all the seats on the bus were different no one had a seat. No one knew where to sit. Now, when I say no one had a seat, this was all internal. It was me doing activities that worked before September 14th, 2019. The choices I made that made me sedentary and helped me balloon up to 296.5 pounds. Those are the seats I'm talking about or the things I'm talking about. When I traded that old bus in for a new one, when I traded my overweight and... and, and Uh, you know, non-active bus in for the health bus, nothing was the same. I couldn't modify my current thoughts and activities. I had to change them entirely. I couldn't eat less. I had to change how I was eating. I couldn't exercise more. I had to change how I was exercising. I couldn't rely on old thoughts. I had to change the way I was thinking. It was a whole new bus. All too often, we want to change how we do the same old things, but no matter what, the same old things will yield the same old results. Sometimes, probably more often than we realize, we need new things. So when the football team hires a new coach, that coach comes in with his plan and his way of doing things. It's like he pulls in with a new bus. He evaluates what's there and decides who can fit a seat on the new bus and parts ways with everyone who doesn't, no matter how much people like that player, no matter how good he was at playing football, and no matter how painful separating from that player might be, the coach asks the player to leave. The new coach has the courage to tear down what wasn't working and implements a new plan to get to the team's ultimate goal. There's nothing comfortable about this process, but the new coach is willing to do it. What's more important? We have to ask ourselves this question. What is more important, comfort or achievement? Comfort or success? If it's achievement or success, then are you ready to get uncomfortable? Will you do whatever it takes to achieve what you want? Will you change out your current bus for a new one? Are you willing to part ways with people and activities that you've lived your whole life performing? Do you have the courage and the fortitude to do that? You might not have to do it, but you have to be willing to if it's the right thing to do. If it is the right thing to do, you must be willing to do it, you must be courageous enough to do it, you must have the fortitude to do it, and you must be willing to accept the discomfort that comes along with doing it. If you're able to do those things, if you're willing to do those things, you can do anything. But remember, this new bus, finding this new bus, discovering this new bus, realizing that the bus you're on doesn't work anymore, that's hard. That takes a change in perspective. It took me 27 years to find a new bus or to be willing to abandon my old bus it's not easy don't expect that you wake up one day and say hey i got to change everything because the inertia of doing what you're doing even if it's not working it's comfortable it's a routine it's it's made things probably nice for you your lifestyle is probably nice you're probably happy enough with what you're achieving with who you are with 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 how you define yourself the the shock to the system of changing the angle of looking at what you're dealing with and realizing i i have the wrong bus here that's not easy and you have to be willing to do it because if you can do it if you need that type of change and you're willing to make it which could mean firing people, letting go of people in your business that you've had around for 20 years or more. It could be mean separating from a family member who's working in your business who certainly isn't helping advance your business and is probably holding you back. It could mean making very difficult, uncomfortable decisions. But what's the North Star? What's guiding you? What is it that you want to achieve? Do you want to achieve winning a Super Bowl or do you want to achieve making everybody happy? I don't know of any football teams where their goal is, all we want to do is make everyone happy who works for us. No, they all want to win a Super Bowl and they're all willing to do what it takes to win the Super Bowl, no matter how uncomfortable it might make people associated with that team, how uncomfortable it makes the players and the fans because the fans aren't happy when these changes happen. Not one person in Philadelphia that I know of was happy when Chip Kelly traded away their star running back. But Chip Kelly was willing to do it. He thought it would work. He thought it would further his plan. It did not work out well for Chip Kelly here in Philadelphia. But I give the guy credit. He came in with a plan. It was it was something that made everybody uncomfortable, but he implemented it and, and worked towards the way he thought he could win a Super Bowl for this team. Are you willing to do things that are going to make your fans unhappy? Now, who are your fans? Your friends, your family, your employees, all these other people that you're associated with. Are you willing to do things that are going to make them uncomfortable and maybe unhappy? Are you willing to have them be upset with you because you're trying to achieve a goal? Success isn't often easy, But it's almost always worth it. Think about it. Think about it. Let's achieve great things together. Let's be willing to be uncomfortable together. But let's be willing to do what it takes to achieve the things we know in life we really want to. Because we can do it if we're willing to. A lot of it isn't ability. Right? A lot of the things that hold us back isn't our ability to do them. It's our willingness to be uncomfortable and do what it takes to get them done. Thank you so much for joining me today here on the No Excuses 365 podcast. I really do appreciate it. I know together, you and I, we are working towards the people we are meant to be, and and together... We're going to accomplish amazing things. You can contact me on Twitter. My my handle is at Casey Price 365 You can also send me an email at noexcuses365 at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about the podcast. Let me know how things are going for you. I can't wait to hear about your journey. I'm as excited to hear about you as I are as I am to share what I'm doing here on the show. And sharing this with you is always the highlight of my day. So I want to thank you once again for the opportunity. I am so grateful for this privilege of being able to do this. As always, remember, my name is Casey Price. And until I have the privilege of talking to you again, I wish you nothing but success.